Hello, welcome to Serenity Wellness Podcast. My name is Nicole White and I'll be your host. This podcast is dedicated to helping you tap into your full potential of how you can heal and balance your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. Together, let's explore inner self, connect to our strength, and manifest your true nature, one full of love, purpose, and passion. Welcome to episode 20, Breaking Dysfunctional Relationship Patterns. Thank you as always for continuing with me on this journey and spending some time and space with me as well as continuing to share this podcast with others. I'm super grateful for that. And as I mentioned, you're just also helping to spread some awareness and give others the opportunity to also heal. So thank you so much. Today, we're gonna talk about relationship patterns and how we can start to unfold a little deeper into our own understanding of some of those autopilots and things we can get into in connections and relationships in our lives. We've started talking about some of these autopilots in terms of our emotions and our thoughts and uh, we started exploring some communication dynamics and how we actively listen or don't and how we communicate with others as well. And in some of the episodes, we've talked, started talking a little bit more about how some of this is just our caregivers didn't have the tools and techniques in order for us to learn and that we don't blame them for that, but it's just our own awareness of how we can start learning something different and doing something different. So today we're going to talk a bit about that. And I'm really excited as I have a guest with us today. I mentioned I'd be having a guest coming up to help us kind of pull apart a little bit this relationship dynamic in terms of our upbringing and the tools and techniques we learned. So Join me in welcoming uh, our, our guest today. Uh, she's going to be actually running a workshop here uh, this Thursday, May 16th, um, on breaking dysfunctional relationship patterns. Um, but we are super lucky to have her just with us on this podcast today to start talking more about that and what we can do today, now, in, in helping us to, to recognize and, and start to heal. So today I have with us Megan Fritz. She is a licensed clinical social worker and a practicing psychotherapist in the State College area. Thank you so much, Megan, for joining us today. I'm so glad to be here. And I'm really glad about one of my favorite things, which is relationships. So yes. thank you for having me. Absolutely. And you've come along at the perfect time. Uh, we've been talking a lot about different relationship dynamics and um, how we can get into these automatic patterns and cycles in our relationship based off just our past and, and kind of what we have learned from our own family members. And so we're going to be able to kind of pull that apart today with you a little deeper so we can explore that. And so thank you for being a part of the podcast. Yes. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Why don't we start by just you telling us a little bit about who you are? Okay. So I grew up in upstate New York. And when I was in eighth grade, my mom went back to school to get her master's in social work. So her books and papers would be all over the dining room table. And I was just mesmerized by all the material. And um, I would read all of her stuff. I would read her papers. And it's pretty safe to say I've been reading self-help books since then. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yes. So I've always known from a young age that I wanted a career in counseling and I've been practicing for about 20 years now and I feel really blessed that uh, it doesn't feel like work. It just feels like an extension of a passion. 
Oh, excellent. And you mentioned how part of that passion for you is really helping people in relationships and dynamics and, um, you know, how that comes to be in terms of really helping them heal themselves in a lot of ways. Right. So, you know, over the years of practicing, I've had so many individuals come as adults and really want to figure out roadblocks to successful romantic relationships and oftentimes I'll say okay let's talk about the beginning let's go back to the your family of origin and talk about that and you know they're often very resistant to do that because they don't think that has anything to do with their present pattern of relationships and so what I've come to learn personally and professionally is that really All roadmaps do lead to childhood. It's so cliche, but it's Mm. so true. Mm -hmm. And I found that to be true in my own experience with relationships. So, Yeah, and and like you said, how uh, when we start to go a little deeper, how we can start Mm -hmm. noticing, um, even though it's not always easy to do and go back and look there, how we start noticing, oh, okay, maybe that's where I'm coming from but also how oftentimes we're just kind of blindly going ahead and not even realizing that it's something deeper. Right, right. And blindly, usually we're unconsciously attracting the energy of the parent that we had the most conflict with. Mm -hmm. So we can think that it's attraction and chemistry and exciting, but really what it is is familiar energy that we're drawn to because that's what we grew up with Mm -hmm. and whoever the parent is or caregiver it doesn't have to be a parent um, that we did have the most conflict with we tend to draw that in to our adult lives unconsciously in in an attempt to correct it to heal it Mm -hmm. and when you think about uh, those those patterns what are some things that you've noticed or kind of come across in your work with people of these kind of underlying patterns and and getting drawn to those later in life. Right. So, I mean, for example, if you constantly are getting involved with people who are unavailable or difficult, you may initially view that as this amazing chemistry between you. Like, wow, Mm -hmm. this is attraction. This feels so fun. This feels like a challenge. And really what it is is... Your inner self, your younger self is being challenged to heal that part of you that feels that uh, your caregiver was emotionally unavailable. Mm -hmm. So you'll keep bringing this in unknowingly. And what we often view as attraction or lust is really our internal GPS saying to us, hey, this is not a good situation. Mm-hmm. Back away. Mm-hmm. So we talk about the butterflies and the heart flutter. And a lot of times that is masked anxiety. Right. And so sometimes the the body experience makes us feel like, oh, I want to go more towards it. Right. That excitement, that energy, right. um, you know, the adrenaline, uh-huh. uh, that lust feeling that it can bring in and how... Um, you know, we can often notice when we're working with, with others or when we're kind of looking in within ourselves too, how that energy and that feeling will make us step away from red flags or get into these uh, relationship patterns where maybe when we start the relationship, we think, oh, I want it to be healthy and in mm-hmm. and, and this way of healthiness, but yet... Mm-hmm. 
we're going into something knowing that it's not even really going to be able to offer us that for whatever reason. Right. And oftentimes it's so hard to remain conscious Mm -hmm. when we're at the start of a relationship because it is often so exciting. And so things that that might be in our face as red flags, we tend to minimize Mm -hmm. as attraction. Mm -hmm. And so I know... You know, for myself and my own journey, I was working with a therapist and he said to me at one point, you're the common denominator Mm -hmm. in all these relationships. And it was like a light bulb moment um, as if the heavens opened up and I realized like, oh, wow, Mm -hmm. I'm not a victim. I'm a participant. And so that was extremely difficult, but in this in another way incredibly empowering to realize that I had the power to change that pattern. Yes, and and noticing our own participation in some of those patterns, as you mentioned, difficult, um, but how it really creates this empowerment because we can really notice how even if that was our learning before, and again, Mm -hmm. as I've mentioned in other episodes, like when we look back and we look at family dynamics or caregivers and some of the things we didn't learn from them or the tools, you know, that they didn't have available. We're never blaming them or Mm -mm. saying, you know, a judgment. It's just more of an awareness. They only had what they had. They only knew what they knew. Right. And now we can build on our own knowledge now to create something different uh, for ourselves. Right. And, you know, I will say lots of times when I start asking people, and I do it with every client, Mm -hmm. about their childhood, there's so much resistance. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I had great parents. Mm-hmm. I don't want to blame them. It's yes. so cliche to be angry with your parents. But really what we're doing is creating a map and we're connecting the dots to figure out how we got where we are. You know, if you mm-hmm. go to the mall and you look at the kiosk and it says you are here and there's all these different pathways as to how you can get to that destination. It's the same thing when we go back and reflect on our childhood and our caregivers and relationships. Mm-hmm. And it just provides, like you said, this kind of map and this understanding of putting it together in a different way. Right. And we're not looking to blame. Mm-hmm. What we're looking for is um, insight, mm-hmm. right? And when we have insight to something, we can heal. If we don't know why we're doing what we're doing, we keep doing it. Right. And I know for me, you know, my own work um, at that time with my therapist, it was just this flash of insight mm-hmm. that felt like oxygen. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you don't have to do this anymore. You can switch this. Yeah. And experiencing those light bulb moments that continue to guide us further into our own understanding and awareness so we can have a different pattern for ourselves and connection within and with those around us. I mean, as therapists, we not only learn through our educational things that we, you know, are a part of, but also through our clients, through our life. And I myself, you know, had some unhealthy connections in decision-making that I made in relationships, uh, you know, seeking people who I knew were emotionally unavailable or who were into that high adrenaline-seeking behavior, you know, that that wasn't healthy, uh, but was something that that drove me in kind of that blind kind of drive like you were talking about earlier. And also giving myself permission to recognize that without, you know, how we're 
like blaming our parents right. we also don't want to be blaming ourselves like right. oh I did this for so many years like what the hell or trying to right. curse on these yeah, yeah what was going on there um, right what was that about yeah like uh-huh. what was that about and uh-huh. how we also want to make sure we're bringing in that compassion towards ourselves like we don't have to beat ourselves up just because no. we've been in this pattern because right. it's like oh well now I can start working on it and doing right. something different so we talk a lot about consciousness and I know mm-hmm. you talk about that in your podcast but it's like when we're not aware of what we're attracting we're like a magnet right mm-hmm. so if my magnet is to attract unavailable and here comes along an emotionally unavailable person it's just magnets attracting mm-hmm. once you figure out what that pattern is it's sort of like a taxi cab you're off duty mm-hmm. you turn your light off and then those unavailable people can't take a ride like it's over You've ended it. Yes, I love that concept. And just, you know, again, that empowerment role that that can bring in for people. Yes. And as, you know, we're both kind of talking about here, and as you mentioned, this the difficulty in doing this at times for people, Mm -hmm. but also when we're doing it blindly, how do we begin to tap in and even know that we need to be tapping in? Right. So what kind of, you know, beginning, and we'll, we'll give some more tools here shortly, but like how would you advise people start to maybe understand themselves on this journey? Right. So I was talking a little bit about my own experience and I remember the therapist saying like, you're the common denominator. And one of the things that sort of flashed in front of me immediately is that if you lined up all the people that I had had relationships with, they were all the same, just Mm. different faces. And just that realization, like, wow, I'm repeating the same thing over and over and over again. And having that insight so if you can step one think about where's the pattern Mm -hmm. what's happening and so kind of just noticing and taking that step back to see what you notice in the pattern what you notice in that pattern once you figure out that you're kind of doing the same thing over and over again ask yourself how is this familiar Mm -hmm. what does this remind me of it could be a caregiver it could be an older sibling it could be a coach Mm -hmm. or a teacher Um, anybody sort of in an authority position or as I like to call them anyone that you have sort of an approval cord to Mm -hmm. is usually what you're going to bring in romantically perfect and so kind of like Giving that permission to recognize and, and see what's there in the pattern within yes. it. Yes. And um, do you have any kind of ideas about how, you know, what, you know, once you start to notice, like, okay, this might be a pattern for me. Mm-hmm. And like you said, all these people, just different faces. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a way that you help people kind of dive in to see a little bit about that pattern? You know, yes. like a timeline or like yeah. how they can kind of go about that. Right. So depending on sort of how you learn and what makes sense to you for tools, I usually recommend doing an emotional timeline where Mm -hmm. you start zero to your present age and you just write down emotional highs and lows. Um, What's really powerful about that is you'll see where shame shows up Mm -hmm. and how early it shows up. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if that's a pattern, you'll find that in your adult relationships you're repeating that shame on mm-hmm. some level. Mm-hmm. So that's one way you can do it. Another uh, powerful exercise in terms of just seeing how your uh, family tree is mm-hmm. and the emotional um, 
baggage that's sort of accrued over the years is to go back as far as you can, great-grandparents or even further, and write down emotionally where they were at, like whether there was depression, anxiety, a personality Mm -hmm. disorder, any kind of addiction, Mm -hmm. and you will see that um, repeat over and over again. Mm -hmm. So these are ways that you can start to see what you're what you're participating in and what you're attracting and you can then begin to heal mm. and really forgive yourself. Yeah, and that self-forgiveness and how that just helps elevate our own connection within and yes. some of these patterns and as you're talking about like that timeline of things and the family tree of things and as we're saying this kind of learning that happens, um, it can often too just make us confused about love and the idea mm. of love and self-love and Uh, You know, I talk with people about unconditional love towards themselves. It's just often like a foreign concept. Mm -hmm. Like I can unconditionally love myself. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. you can. Mm -hmm. And so when you kind of start going through that timeline and that family lineage, it helps you too to see sometimes this confused nature and fear around love and healthiness within ourselves and with others. Yes. And recognizing that whatever your caregiver couldn't give you is really about what they didn't have. Right. It has nothing to do with you. And that's the freedom is knowing that this person couldn't love me the way I needed to be loved because of their wounds, Mm -hmm. not because of me. Right. And just, you know, um, that again just leads leads to a lot of that self forgiveness and that mm-hmm. self healing too, because then it's recognizing, oh, those patterns I was in, I was also suffering at that time. Like I right. was not in a healthy place, and right. so I can't keep blaming myself for these patterns. Instead, mm-hmm. bringing compassion of like, wow, I was really going through a period of suffering, and now I can start to heal that. Right, and oftentimes, you know, when we use that term bad choices, oh, she's making bad choices Mm -hmm. in love, Mm -hmm. there's so much shame in that. Mm -hmm. Because if you are repeatedly picking dysfunction, you're not making a choice. You're unconsciously walking into what you know. Mm -hmm. A choice is somebody that's conscious enough to make that. Right. Right, but when you're unconscious, you're just kind of, tumbling you're like a tumbleweed mm-hmm. you're just kind of picking up whatever's there absolutely you've really provided some great beginner tools for everyone to start to look at that timeline and family lineage and understanding those different patterns and some of the ways that we can just automatically get into seeking things that maybe aren't in alignment with what we're actually seeking but also about how when we become more aware it allows for that change agent just like i've been um, talking about in other episodes in terms of emotion and thought recognition, cognitive awareness, our body sensations, even how we're breathing. So the more we become more mindfully connected in this awareness and all these different you know, layers of our life, then the more it allows for change. So we have this workshop coming up with you on the 16th. 16th. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> look that up. Yeah. Uh, so May 16th, we have a, a workshop here um, from 7 to 8.15 that we're going to be talking more about this. Right. Um, but I also know that you have, you know, something else coming up. And can you tell us a little yes. bit more about that for people? I sure can. So we're talking about kind of figuring out where you come from and why you're in the pattern you're in. And if you think about it, right, it's like we're telling ourselves a story. The story I tell myself is that I'm... I'm dysfunctional in love. I can't figure things out. Things never work out. And so I have teamed up with two other colleagues to start what we are excited about in terms of audio courses 
and it's called What's Your Story? And we're going to be reviewing all kinds of topics from relationships to dating to self-esteem to finances. Just, you know, at the at the um, foundation, what's the story that you tell yourself mm. about all of these different areas in your life? Excellent. And, and tapping into how we are our own author and yes. beginning to write your own story. Right. And thinking about the story you tell yourself, is it a story you would want to read? Mm-hmm. Yes, right? exactly. It's so wonderful. That sounds like such a great resource that, that people are going to be able to tap into. Yes. So we are going to be making audio courses available. We are launching one, hopefully, really soon. Um, but the name of our brand is called what's your story llc so look for us we're, we're going to be out there soon excellent and if you have questions for me you can absolutely email me at megan l fritz m-e-g-h-a-n-l fritz f-r-i-t-z at gmail.com Wonderful. And the website that you have coming up, I know it's not quite live, um, but what is that website address? So you can find us on social media at What's Your Story LLC, and our website will be up soon where we will be offering a free audio course on relationships, just what we're talking about today. Excellent. Well, thank you again so much, Megan, for being part of this podcast podcast and helping us just kind of start to explore a little deeper ways that we can really heal our own connections with self and with others around us. Yes. And, you know, turn off your, turn off your magnets and and get ready for just new, new things in your life. So thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you everyone for spending some time and space with us today. I hope you found this helpful in another area that you can begin to explore and tap into not kind of walking through life in these auto patterns and pilots and and starting to be your own author. As a quick little side note, I do apologize for the technology glitches that you might have heard during this recording. Um, The best and uh, easiest way to describe it is I tend to, when I'm in a higher connection with doing Reiki and energy work, technology tends to kind of get funky on me at times. And for some reason during the recording, I've never had problems with Audacity before, but it was timing me out a lot. And uh, so I tried to go back in and remember what I was saying and try to plug it in there the best I could in the best flow that I could. So hopefully that sounded okay for you. I, two nights before recording the podcast, ran the Reiki circle here, and it was just a beautifully intense evening of healing. It actually even went an hour past um, what we usually hold it for because it was just a really great evening of healing. And then right before recording the podcast, I was a part of the workshop uh, here at Serenity that was on meditation for stress and compassion fatigue. And we went through four meditations during that. And I was giving myself Reiki during the meditations and then went right into recording this podcast. And so I don't know, I'll certainly talk more about all that when I get more into energy work episodes and I'll have some actually uh, guests on me, guests on the podcast then as well. But Hopefully I was able to piece it together enough that flowed okay for you. Luckily it didn't really tie Megan out. It just kind of tied me out. So hopefully you guys were able to hear that okay. Thanks again for spending some time and space with me. I look forward to more uh, episodes with you in the future. If you want to learn more, check us out at serenitywellnesscenter.com or serenitywellnesstools.com. And you can also email me at info at serenitywellnesscenter.com. And that's C-E-N-T-R-E. Thanks so much. Have a great one.